Listen guys, today's episode is going to be a little bit more personal than talking about financial elements, how to research and everything I typically do. Because today I want us to have a one-on-one conversation about investing, the challenges that come with that and some of how sometimes we fail in our goals that we set around investing and the mistakes I have made and I want you guys to learn from them but I also want to be honest about how investment actually is because sometimes you're stuck we're stuck in this mindset of hyping up investments because when more people to invest that we forget the human side of the investment story and I think the episode of today is going to be about that um and I title it uh investing as a young person in South Africa the challenges and the lessons I have learned uh, the title, uh, that's the title I have come up with for now for this episode. I didn't know how to title it. Maybe on after I'm editing, when I'm editing, I can come up with a better title. But for now, let's stick to that. And let's have a genuine one-on-one conversation about the human side of investment and the mistakes, lessons, um, and also the idea of black tax when you're investing, especially if you're young uh person of color in south africa so i think this is a time where the intro play and we get started so let me allow the intro to play and we will get started in today's episode welcome to the student investor podcast with ivan sambo The podcast that focuses on starting a conversation about money, investing, growing your career and being a young person in South Africa. Our goal is to simplify the conversation so that we can all learn and grow as young people in South Africa. So in the intro, I didn't greet and I think that was a mistake. Let me greet you all. Uh, Hello everyone and welcome back to the Student Investor Podcast with Ivan Sambo. Oh dear lord, I've missed doing that. It has been a while since I recorded an episode, but today's are said in the intro. It's going to have a one-on-one conversation between me and you guys. So, investing as a young person in South Africa and the challenges and lessons I have learned. But I want to speak more specifically, and what I know is a broader topic, but I want to speak, I want to speak specifically about the past 10 months and the challenges and lessons and mistakes I have done and what i want you guys to take out from it so let's start the year off in january of this year like traditional i've always done i sat alone in my room back home when i was still in pomalanga and i wrote down a plan of action i wrote down as well goals i want to achieve this year and 10 months into 2023 I was reading my journal and looking at what I said I want to do and looking at my plan of action and looking into my goals as well. And I had to make it not make but I had to realize I not make but not realize but I had to realize actually I had to realize let me put it like that sorry for shouting I had to realize that I failed in almost 70% of my goals around investing and i ignored almost 100 percent of my plan of action that other 30 percent of my investment goal i achieved it because of let's just say because of norms because of i always invest not because i was consciously 
trying to achieve it but it was a subconscious decision to achieve the 30% of my investment goals so far in the year and we had only 10 months in two months left and the reason I failed is because I think this year I came into 2023 hyped up to a level when to a level where when I was throwing my actual investment goal for the year I failed to take into account that I am in a transition stage of my life I failed to realize that I am entering a stage in my life as a young South African that I have never experienced and when I say I'm entering a stage in my life I've never experienced because for the past five years I was doing my five-year LLB degree and everything I've been doing for the five past years has been a routine because I knew what was happening at every given time for the past five years I was doing my five-year LLB program right now I am moving into becoming doing my master's degree and also for the first time I'm a working professional I am a graduate lecturer at UWC so I'm entering a new stage in my life that I have never experienced and I did not plan my investment goal to take that into account. And when I say take that into account, I think the first thing that pops up into my mind that I didn't take into account is that I'm now at the stage where my parents, my family no longer look at me as a child, but look at me as a grown adult. I know before they looked at me as a grown adult, but also they had that idea that you're still studying. You still depend on Nestos. You still depend on us. I think the second I finished my undergrad, my parents were like, you're a grown adult. Survive. Swim. And I think I was not ready for that. At the same time, I think as well, my family now unveil so much responsibility into what's going on to the family. And I don't want to say they said Ivan do one, two, three, because my parents did not do that. They didn't say, hey, Ivan do this, Ivan do that, do that. But I think when I entered the stage of saying, not saying, but the stage of me now being a working adult and also doing my postgrad degree, doing my master's degree. There's something that I started noticing at home that I didn't notice before when I was doing my undergrad. And, and there's some things I wanted to do for my parents that ideally I couldn't afford. And what are those things I'm talking about? Number one, let me make a simple Let me start with the most simplest one of them all. I wanted to take my parents my mother, my grandmother, my aunt, and my father, and my other mother to come to Cape Town for my graduation. In my mind, that thing seemed like a simple idea because I wanted my mother, especially my mother, to experience life outside of Pumalang because she has never left Pumalang ever before. So I wanted her to experience coming to Cape Town. I wanted her to experience Cape Town life. And in my mind, I did not realize how expensive that was. And that made me to spend so much money to wait that I had to dive deep into my emergency uh, savings account. A decision I don't regret. Listen to me, I don't regret that decision. It was worth it. Seeing the joy in my mother's face and my family's face, it was worth every cent I took out of my emergency savings account. 
but that put me in awkward position where i now had to reduce my investment to now compensate for the money i used for my emergency savings account that's number one number two there are some things i noticed back home that needed me to do more that i had to also now give money to my parents to my mother i had to fast track the process of building my of renovating my mother's house because the state in which my brothers my siblings are sleeping at how they're sleeping the situation there is not dignified for my three younger brothers and one of them is a teenager now and i know how it felt to be a teenager especially a teenage boy with your own room i know how it felt to be a teenage boy sharing a bed with your other siblings it's something that i don't want my brother to go through and now when i was now because i was in a position of earning money i noticed those things while before when i was in when i was a nurse for students i couldn't notice those those things so it made me now want to say i want to fix that i want to ensure that my brother has his who has his own room and the other two as well independently have their own room as well and my mom gets her dream kitchen as well something that i rushed to do without even thinking properly about how exactly am i going to afford this process and i rushed to actually take action and tell my person to do this and send the first amount of money to do this and send more and send more and so i know i know i said this post and the process of renovating my mother's house last year but this year i radically take two actions to ensure that thing gets done as soon as possible and i think i was careless in doing so that even my investment me investing had to stop and for the first time there was a stage where i even withdrew amount of money from my easy equity account to fast track that process and again a decision i don't regret it's a decision i didn't want to do but a decision i didn't regret but what i'm getting at is that sometimes as young south african when we start investing we forget especially when we say we want to start investing we forget this other side of life that exists especially if you are a black child and also at the same time what i experienced as well this year is that my lifestyle also changed what me recognizing that it has changed it was not a conscious decision but my lifestyle now that i'm down in school i'm a working professional i did not take away that my lifestyle and the things i would like the things i would enjoy will also change and i don't think I think my lifestyle changing my lifestyle and how I live my life and how I party how I enjoy my life the type of clothes I la- I wear the the phone okay the phone I use I got my phone last year so it doesn't matter that one but I got myself an Apple Watch um, I think those type of things something I was not conscious of when I started uh setting up my goals for this year especially when it comes to investing I didn't take into account that my lifestyle would change and how much it will cost me that it changes and i think that affected heavily why i didn't re- I, so far i think i failed 70% of my investment goals i think i did not i was not cognizant of that lifestyle change but at the same time 
I don't regret the lifestyle changes that have happened subconsciously or consciously happening because they have pushed me to want to earn more to maintain it and also to be able to now chase my investment goal and invest more because now I realize I know it took me 10 months to realize I am failing on my investment goals but I think I have a drive to earn more and I think as well in July because of the how I saw expensive my lifestyle is becoming I started to drive to earn more outside of my work I started to push more side hustle side gigs push more content because I'm I, I was recognizing that my lifestyle is changing and it's expensive and I don't want to get into debt because there's one thing I hate is debt so I didn't want to finance my lifestyle with debt so I think that drove me to an extent but I was ignorant of the investment goal I set I kept on investing I kept on buying shares but it wasn't to the plan of action I created I, I was not hitting the goals I set to create. I know I'm making myself vulnerable right now, but this podcast is all about that. It's not about me thinking that I'm perfect, but it's all about recognizing that in this investment journey that we're trying to do, these type of things will happen. But are you going to be able to... I sound like a motivational speaker. Why do I sound like visiting big wife? But anyway, let's continue. Will I be able to recognize those things and be able to fix them? Because I think right now, this past 10 months being a transition, I was able to make a lot of mistakes. Some of them I don't regret, some of them I regret. Especially one of me selling my easy equity shares of some other companies. Do I regret that decision? Yes. But was it worth it? Yes, as well. Because it was for a good cause. At the same time, it made me cognizant that as much as we are student investors, that every time when we start to invest, we need to be cognizant of the things that will impact you when you're investing. Besides making a mistake or buying a wrong company, besides struggling to get information on a specific company, all of those things we always try, talking about technical, fundamental analysis of companies, we also need to be cognizant of our lifestyle as well. And I know I'm not going more into depth than you guys would wish I could. But it's because you know my podcast is always short. I don't go above 20 minutes. But I hope just this episode, this short 20 minutes episode makes you aware that investment, investing itself also means being aware of your social standing and how it impacts you. And how sometimes you will fail in your goals and that's okay. But the most important part is how are you going to pick yourself up? And how am I picking myself up? Number one, I said I failed in 70% of my investment goals. I don't think I can hit all of them by the end of the year. Now is what's the alternative? What is the best way forward? I have now created a, 12, a two month investment plan of action that include goals that i want to invest a specific amount of money by the end of the year 
take into account what everything has happened i want to intensify intensify my investments in the new york stock market i'll be buying a lot of companies in the new york stock market because i believe that market right now is selling at a discount because of the geopolitical issues that are happening throughout the world and how tech companies are not fully recovered from what happened in the march april may uh, uh, period at the same time i'll be intensifying my etf investment meaning i'll be buying more etf uh as well i I have been ignorant. I have not been ignorant, but I have not been buying more ETF for the past two years. Now I'll be intensifying ETF for the next two months. I am planning of putting nearly 10,000 in ETF before the end of the year, putting 15,000 into international companies and putting 5,000 into the GSE. If I could just hit that target for the next two months, I would have been, I would, ha- I would be happy because I would have recognized that I failed in the first 10 months of the year but in the last two months at least i would have recognized my failure and i've been able to meet a new target and that's me being honest that's me recognizing my errors and that's me knowing the lessons i mean learning knowing the challenges that comes with growing up as a young person south african investing and how sometimes your lifestyle will change and you need to be aware of that when you are investing so i hope guys this episode was helpful I, to be honest, I don't know in what way it was helpful, but for me, I just wanted to share and express those opinions, that experience of the past, the past 10 months, and that, I don't know what to call it. I don't know what to call it, to be honest. And I know some people say I was rambling on to this episode, but I just wanted to share this, and I just wanted to be open and be genuine about everything but i hope there was something to be learned from the episode and guys don't forget to follow don't forget to leave your review let me know on twitter on tiktok or on facebook or instagram what you feel about today's episode what's your thoughts around it i'll be reading and i'll be replying as always guys and i'm sorry man for not being insightful and be educational it's always we have we always have been but trust me from next week on we are going back to the education going back on the content itself and i will not be failing to upload an episode every week for the next two week, two months as well until i take a break in the last week of december as always guys be safe be blessed and stay wise Thank you so much for listening, guys.